Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Would you please tell him that instead of presents this year, I just want my family back. Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? It must be magic. I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. Nobody's walking out on this fun, old-fashioned family Christmas. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Hey y'all, we're back with another week of Tis the Podcast, the podcast dedicated to keeping the Christmas spirit alive 365 days a year. I'm Julia. I'm Tom. Not the right order, and I'm Anthony. Did I throw you off? You did. What's up, guys? I think it's Thanksgiving week. Holy crazy. crap. I can't <laughs> believe crazy. that. It's true. The end of this week, you will be Is dining it... on Thanksgiving fair. Thanksgiving feels early this year. It really yes. does. I don't hate that. I don't mind an early Thanksgiving. Yeah. More space between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Throws me off. I like it end of the month, like last yeah. week of the month. Are we um are we all decorated for Christmas yet? Yes. Yeah, we are. Perfect. Big plans for Thanksgiving this week? I am in Houston, Texas. Oh gosh. Ooh. Call when did you when did you get there? I don't know yet. What about you, Julia? <laughs> uh, we are staying close to home. We'll be in Muskogee for family Thanksgiving, the day after Thanksgiving, but Thanksgiving at home for us, which we like. What about nice. you? I don't know yet. Yeah. As long as there's food, I'll be happy. It's the number one requirement. <laughs> that and um, are we going to be watching Friends this Thanksgiving? Yes, that and a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. I've been watching nonstop Christmas movies, meanwhile. Mostly Hallmark. But, yeah. Anything as good as what we covered last week? No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If people want to follow along with that journey, follow me on Letterboxd. I'm keeping track of all my Christmas watches this year. What is Letterboxd? On Letterboxd? Letterboxd. Okay, we both got Letter it wrong, Julia. <laughs> <laughs> and so, what is that? It's just like a an app for reviewing and ranking movies and stuff like that. I use Ooh. I use it more for the list feature than like reviewing things. Is it an actual list? But yeah, like you can rank it and drag things around. Yeah. Oh. So. I, that's how I rank all the movie 2023 movies I've seen so far. Okay. Is there like I, some invite you need to send us for this or what? No, it's free. Just search me on it when you got when you'll get it. You seen anything good lately? Anthony? Mm, by the time this episode drops, I will have seen Thanksgiving, Eli Roth's movie. Ooh. With Dreamy. Yep. And I will also have seen the holdovers, 
that Christmas movie with Paul Giamatti. Yes, that one is supposed to be really good. That one is supposed to be really good. Okay. I'm also hoping to to see the Persian version, which is like an indie comedy that's got really good reviews as well, but I don't think it got a wide release. So we'll see if I can find a... TNT was playing some of the classic Christmas movies early the other day. They were playing The Grinch, like the animated Grinch, like the original mm-hmm. a, a Christmas Story. I guess HBO gave them the rights to a Christmas Story Christmas as well because they played them back to back. Oh, wow. But I'm like, man, it's early for some of the big hitters to come out like that. We've got a few things here and there. Home Alone. Uh, oh, no. Mil- so much airtime. We have not seen Home Alone yet. We've seen Elf at least once, Christmas Vacation at least once. Um, something else was on the other night. I don't remember what it was though. Oh, speaking of Home Alone, yes. uh, the Colburns are upping their Advent game this year, and we got the Home Alone Lego house. Nice. Excited to do it. And then, did, did you get was... that light set as well? The light set. You know, how they sell the lights now so you can illuminate all these adult Lego sets. Like, so as you're building it, you can put, like, the lights in it so it lights up and it can be, like, a proper decoration. No. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So you should look into that So while you're doing it. I really should. But what's funny is I was assuming it would just be an Advent activity we could repeat year after year. And then I was thinking about it and I'm like, how are we going to rebag this thing? Marty's like, we're not. I was like, uh, but wait, <laughs> I thought we would get multiple years out of this. And he's like, we will. It'll be put together and we'll put it on a shelf somewhere. And I'm like, what shelf in our house are we going to put this on all year long? And he's like the same one that my Corvette's on. And I'm like, oh, gosh, we're becoming those people. What Disclosure, people? I don't. What I, people? I. No, 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 no. Which I I have Lego displayed in my office as well. But like every surface of my house, that is not the person I am. I need to know what kind of people (laughs) you're talking about. I'll tell you what kind of person I am. I don't know. I I would like the name of what type of people you're referring to me as. I don't (laughs) enjoy Lego. I love it put together. It can be on my, like on a shelf. It's great. It's fine. As long as I don't have to contribute to the building of it, because it brings me absolutely no joy. I think it's such an anxiety releaser. Like, it's so relaxing to me. Yep, doing I it. love it, too. That's how but Marty it, is. That's how Ethan, everybody, literally everybody else in the family. I don't like it. Anthony, I'm going to warn you to not ask questions. I'm going to tell you the same thing I tell my wife and my mother and everybody else. Don't ask questions you don't want an honest answer to. <laughs> Uh-huh. When you ask us what kind of person you are, do you really want to hear that answer? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, you know what? I am staring at my friend's apartment Lego set on a shelf over there. My Seinfeld apartment Lego sh- set on a on a shelf over there. Central Perk, the Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's lovely. And that's great. And then I have my toys over there on a shelf. Yeah. Uh-huh. I will proudly display all of that. I simply don't have the space for it. But I don't. Do you have the space for random knickknacks? Yeah, I have too many of them. I need to declutter. Look behind me. This is going to be my part of my Christmas setup. I like it. See my wooden carved Santa? I do. Isn't he marvelous? He is. 
I am. Um, what I've learned about myself, and this is magnified in the Christmas season, is that the amount of anxiety I am carrying in my body on a day-to-day basis is amplified by the level of stuff that's around me. And like, so I'm one of those people where I told Marty, I'm like, if you see me cleaning, um, I probably need a hug more than I need help because (laughs) I'm not a cleaner, but when I'm cleaning, it's like, I'm able to make things okay, right? Tangible things. Okay. And it makes me feel normal in my brain when I do that. So if he ever sees me cleaning, he knows like this really isn't about a dirty room. It's about a cluttered brain. Too much clutter can get to me too. Well, it's yeah. just, I guess, about the clutter you want out. True. And I prioritize my Legos. But like That's you, great. this year, I have way too much Christmas stuff, like for our department. I couldn't even put it all out this year because it was making me too stressed. Yeah. See, that's so. what it's, it stresses me out. And it's not the Lego doesn't specifically stress me out. But what does stress me out is my friend set that's on my shelf behind me at my office I love, but it's not glued together. And that gives me anxiety. <laughs> Because I'm like, hey, don't be the Will Ferrell. Oh, I but I will craggle it because I don't. Don't don't be that villain. I don't like putting it together, so it makes sense for me to keep it together forever. Yeah, I still somewhere in storage have the original Hogwarts from when they first released it from the movies came out. And it was glued together because that thing was huge, and I didn't want to put oh. it together again. Exactly. But. Yeah, now just like it falls apart, it falls apart. Although I have all like the all the apartments from like the TV shows now, like Friends and Seinfeld and stuff. So when I do have more space, I want to kind of build an apartment building and put them one above the other. That's say it's amazing. They don't sharing an apartment. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing they don't build them like that in the first place. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know. Talking about toys, that kind of leads us into our subject matter for tonight right does it does childlike it? wonder it does does it really knickknacks clutter stuff everywhere can I, Absolutely. can I give this can i give the synopsis tonight after you introduce the movie uh, I would love that. i'll give the normal one and then yes i think you should um uh, okay so tonight we are covering a short uh put out by netflix in 2021 called robin robin it's a 32 minute 32 minute short Plot synopsis. In this stop motion short film, a bird raised by mice begins to question where she belongs and sets off on a daring journey of self-discovery. So the special is about a delusional bird who wears the stupidest fake mice ears on her head, uh, who stumbles through life like a klutz and makes her family go hungry because she ruins all of their endeavors to get food. Um Decides to endanger their lives even more when she goes out on her own to impress them and bring back food. They have to go out looking for her. Uh, they're not fake mice ears. They are, in fact, her feathers ruffled up in the shape of mice ears. But Well, that's even dumber. It's cute. <laughs> the whole goal of this movie is to be cute, by the way. It's not. It's super <gasps> cute. Are me and Tom against Julia? Is this a rare occasion <laughs> yes, where me is, and Tom are on the same page? <laughs> uh, okay, the origins of this are 
I don't I don't know why I would have watched this just off the cuff, but I did. And I messaged Anthony and I was like, oh, we need to put this on our list because this was sweet and I really enjoyed it. Um, I feel bad and already. So here we are. <laughs> so I had high blamer to think. I had high expectations going into this because I was told Julia and Tom both loved this one, and that when I was away in England, you guys considered doing it while I was. So you thought Tom loved it too? Because that's what you told me. Why I didn't did watch I think this. Tom loved it? I don't know, but you said literally that this is the one you guys kept considering doing on nights I wasn't available, like in England or vacation or something. Why would I have made that up entirely? I have no clue. So I watched it and I was perplexed the entire time. <laughs> uh, visually, I will say visually is gorgeous. I, I like the the designs, the character designs and the scenery and everything. Very gorgeous. The plot left me wanting. I, 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 can't, I can't go as far to say as... I loathe this like I do like you know Ernest for example but I mean it's far from love <laughs> with me Julie I found our conversation about it did I hallucinate in, in August you said you'd seen it you asked how about a Netflix animated short from 2021 called Robin Robin it's cute I'll host and edit it has a Christine aesthetic what do you think because you messaged me on a Friday and I crappily ignored you and I just said I'm good with that <laughs> I don't know why I thought you loved and it. And I had to go look. And uh, you asked about doing it the next night. And I said, I'm going to be a pain in the butt about scheduling. And I apologized. But huh. our very next tra- next texts were about fourth wing. Oh, look, it's like full circle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will give so credit they- since we talked about this offline. That Tom and Julia made a good recommendation with Fourth Wing. I devoured that book in like 12 hours. I'm almost done with yeah. Iron Flame. Uh, but once again, they're bathing in their virginity. Because uh, love scenes in that book left me wanting. I was expecting hardcore stuff based on their warnings. Or not warnings, more like the, you'll love this, Anthony. And uh, <laughs> of course, our scale of porn is relative, I suppose. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know how to come back from that. <laughs> Tom, Tom, what's your overall thoughts on Robin Robin before we get into it? Your history slash your. Mm, yes, well, history. I watched well, it, I will. Contrary to popular opinion, uh, I watched it for the first time today. My sole uh, opinion that's bled into Anthony's opinion. Ellie was, um, she was mildly interested in it after her Girl Scout meeting this afternoon. The design elements were cute. I like the 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 visual aesthetic of the movie, but that's where my interest stopped. It didn't make sense to me as a story. It didn't. Christmas didn't feel like it needed to be a part to to tell the story. It could have been at any point in time, because Christmas was just such a side. It was a side piece to the movie, and I didn't find like I don't know. I couldn't connect with the character. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk more about it as we get in, but it was just a miss for me, and I feel bad saying that. I, I wish Anthony I, was the one that liked it. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'll, I'll say this. A, a little positive here before we dive into the cast here. I did find as insufferable as her clumsiness was, I did find Robin like a cute character. Like There are 
just separate parts of this that intrigued and intrigued me and that I liked, but that just didn't come together and connect and work you know Rob, as a whole for me. Do you know what Robin reminded me of? Yeah. All I could see when I looked at Ma- Robin were is Robin could have been one of those Target holiday birds. Oh, oh I love yeah. the Target holiday birds. Christine does too, and we have a lot of them for different holidays. And I thought this could be <laughs> Robin could be one herself. So Walmart has the holiday birds now, but they're like triple and quadruple the size. They're like big ones. Of course they are. Yes. Walmart is everything bigger. Question. And maybe this is something I missed. Maybe I missed the first 20 minutes again. I don't know. Why is the movie, why, why is the special called Robin Robin? Is it a mice's last name Robin? No, Robin is its first name and it is a Robin. I didn't like it. I didn't like that. Right. I did see an IMDb comment, actually, a review that was like, let me propose two better names. Uh, Robin Mouse or Robin, like I be Robin because I'm a robber, like Robin Robin. Yeah, both better better names. I definitely, that was one thing I loved about the movie was the, the... Everybody just being so cavalier about stealing and theft. <laughs> she talks like sneaking. You know, we go we go get things, you know, stealing. Oh, yeah, I'm cool with stealing. Let's go do it. Like, yes, good message for children. Thank you. I liked when they right. almost drowned the cat. But we'll get to that. I don't think y'all watched this through the eyes it was intended. <laughs> I was intended just... audience. Nope. We've talked about intended audience oh, before. And this is not intended for adults. Neither was okay. Neither was a Thanksgiving tale. But I watched that and loved it. And you didn't. It's so it's a, interesting. It's interesting what we are willing to give more grace to versus not. Uh, I mean, my history with this was I don't know why I watched it to begin with. Um, <laughs> didn't cover it on the podcast with Tom. Thought Tom loved it. Made that up. Um, I quite enjoy this one a lot. It was surprised me and I thought it was super sweet and precious. So I'll be I have, a, th- I have a theory about why. If you go okay. back through our history on this show, Julia, you have always been the one willing to give more grace to the British specials mm. than Tom you and think I. That's have. It? I think so. Maybe. Oh, that was funny. Um, okay. So Robin, Robin, let's talk cast for a second. It's a lot of voices I'm not familiar with, um, but we'll call them out. So Robin, the Robin, uh, is voiced by Bronte Carmichael. She has a super sweet voice. Um, I liked her singing voice and I liked her speaking voice. Uh, our magpie, who's my favorite character. Oh my uh, God, played- I was about to say that one of the most annoying characters we've ever covered on this show. A hoarding magpie? What is not to like? I don't understand that. Uh, is played or voiced by Richard E. Grant, um, who we've covered, right? Like we have to have covered him. He's definitely come up before. Right. Like, right. Um, upper echelon of British acting. Love him. He's great. Um, also one of my faves. He was in the, the Nutcracker and the Four Realms. There we go. Um Jillian Anderson, however, I don't think we've covered. Oh, uh, well, when we covered the X-Files Christmas episode, but outside of that. Outside of that, we have not covered Christmas her. Stuff, but she's been in. In a movie. So she is the voice of the cat in this short movie, short film, 
struggle with that. Um, the dad mouse is voiced by Adil Akhtar, who was not familiar to me. And then we have some other kid voices for the other mice family. It's a tiny cast. Um, really, you're focused almost entirely on Robin, the magpie, the cat, and then the dad. Yes. Um, directors are Daniel O'Hari and Michael Please. And this animation, quote, it's stop motion and it's all needle felting for the most part. It's oh, not animated. Cool. Um, but it is, I think that's why I said it has a Christine aesthetic. Like kind of like Coraline. It has just this handmade vibe. Yeah. Well, and also those cute things you have in your shop that are little mice that are awesome. Oh yeah. The my life. That's what that's what they reminded me of. Okay. Um so okay. So Robin Robin. Um <laughs> we open up Isn't with that a lady uh, on Good Morning America, Robin Roberts. Robin Roberts. Roberts. That's mm-hmm. all I keep thinking when I oh sorry, yeah. That's all I keep thinking when I hear this is Robin Roberts. Um <laughs> uh, okay. So we open up. Um by the way, this short was nominated for an Oscar. And I think mostly because of how visually beautiful it is, right? It is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. So we see an egg fall out of a tree and bounce on the ground. And it's very quickly found by a family of mice who are gathering bits of food and crumbs and junk from around. Um, They see the egg, the uh, dad mouse, who's bigger than the other one at this point. (laughs) The only way you can set him apart is the father at this point sees a cat in the midst and saves the bird um, as it's hatching from the egg. Thanks, dad. Uh, Brings it into their, yeah, thanks, dad. Brings it into their little mouse hole and all the baby mice and him are crowded around this egg and out pops Robin. (laughs) And they were like, okay, we're going to keep you, you little Robin. Um, So this Robin grows up um, with the mice family. And so she's grown up. Ears on her head, which apparently are wings, are feathers, but they don't look like feathers. Including... They do not look like feathers. She's a regular bird who floofs up... Well, because the magpie does it, and his are different, but like she's been doing it for a really long time. So she fully adopts the mouse life, and she floofs her little feathers up in the back so they look like mice ears. And that's why she can't fly, right? Is that why she can't fly? No, she just never learned. Why would she ever have to learn to fly? She lives with mice. <laughs> why? Because okay. if, if, if I'm dad taking her in, I'm going to be like, hey, you know what? Birds eat mice. Uh, or some birds. Not robins. Do. Oh, my gosh. So I, have you ever I, seen a robin in real life? Yes, we get them Don't all the time. <laughs> so I'm going to teach you to make our job easier since you're living rent-free in our little tree here and you're going to fly and steal food for us. So in this you, kid's story... That's you live in kids. my house, you obey my rules. <laughs> uh, okay, so she is raised with this group of mice and we learn very quickly that, I mean, the mice are really good at one thing. Um, surviving and the way they survive yeah. is to yeah. steal crumbs. Yeah. I think they go into houses very quietly. I they think Robin like is there. very cute, by the way, the design. But like most of, like a lot of birds I see in real life, a lot of fat birds, especially, I don't know how her tiny little skinny legs hold her up because she's a big bird. 
again have you ever seen a robin well, in real well life? like i said in real life i don't know how it happens either but i mean the yeah. animated style the way they're having her walk around and stuff no wonder they made her a klutz she's super chunky you really love her oh she you um, just want to cuddle yes. her <laughs> So we see the mice sneaking into houses through secret entrances. Um, all it's, This is also a musical, by the way. So we have a few short little musical numbers. Oh, and it's yeah. as they're sneaking into the house, we hear them singing what they're doing. Uh, there's a few rules to sneaking into houses. Um, use a secret entrance. Be small and quiet. And don't let the who mans see you. Um, obviously, because Robin is not a mouse... She's terrible at this. Like Anthony said, she's very rotund and fluffy and she doesn't have mice feet uh, and she has wings instead of hands. So like she's not as agile as these mice are, but they're very good natured. Most of them, especially dad mouse with how she literally has ruined every single house they were using as a food source (laughs) To a point where they can't go back because the dad's like, look, if something goes wrong in this house, it means they start to set out traps or get, they a, get cat. a cat and it's not safe for us to go back in there. I do like and- how at the beginning of this story, there is no like, you know, like how an elf, like they talked about Buddy behind his back, like, oh, yeah. I guess I realize, like, I like how they just embrace her as one of their own. They're very accepting yeah. of her and she has no qualms either. She's like walking around happy to be a mouse. She is. She has <laughs> very little concern for other people. She does feel a little bad because her dad crosses off, like they have a map of these houses drawn on a rock and he crosses off the house that, that she just ruined uh, by being all noisy, trying to get a big sandwich instead of a crumb. And um, and so like you just see that all the houses are X'd out. And you're like, oh, <laughs> you're really screwing things up, Robin. And only one mouse spe- speaks up, you know, um, and kind of calls her on her crap and it's Pip. But the dad is very quick to be like, it's okay. It'll be fine. We'll figure things out. And I really like the dad. I do too. And this one. Um, you also have like one of the mouse kids is like definitely off kilter because he has a stuffed cat and he thinks these predators are like precious things and they can be friends and stuff which i also liked because you know you got a bunch of kids and like one of them is going to be completely off the wall and you're like who are you even so i felt yeah, you, always, you always get the one little kid <laughs> who walks toward the bear in the wild That's right in the woods, exactly <laughs> um so, so robin takes a look she kind of takes to heart that she's like really messing this thing up because she's a terrible mouse and um she takes that to heart and sees one house left on the map and decides, I'm going to get that house. house. Well, that's, that's right. exactly what I was thinking. Like, this girl <laughs> feels bad. She ru- she ruined all the other raids for them. So what's her immediate thought? I'm going to go out on my own to this last one. And I'm going to do it right. Um, So she takes off to the last safe house, and her plan is to bring home a feast. Right. I'd like to point out your use of the word take off to listeners who haven't seen this. She literally goes. Well, she doesn't actually take off flying. No, she does not fly. Yes. Because she doesn't fly. She's a bird raised by mice. She never had a mom bird teaching her how to fly. She never grew up in a nest at the top of a tree where she had to learn how to fly and watched her siblings fly. 
Her siblings get, are ground dwellers. Or get Why pushed out of the tree, as is exactly. often the case. Yeah, she didn't have any of that. Because she's been raised by mice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all right. So she's on her way. Um, and while she's piddling through the forest, like singing, she sings every time she walks. Um, which is very bird-like, by the way. Um she sees a cat and as she's running away from the cat, she runs into this, um, what seems like a safe space at the moment. And it ends up being the magpie. She meets the magpie. This guy, a total hoarder of shiny things. (laughs) And I love it. (laughs) I love it so much. I have a niece. Her name is Maggie. We call her magpie. And I just have magpie. And I just, I love it. And I love him. And this is Richard E. Grant. So he's like super crotchety. And he's also off his rocker. I was about to say, he is not all there. Oh, he is totally not all there. (laughs) He is dead obsessed with stuff. And this is partially where I think it's got to be Christmas, personally. Um, He sings a little song uh, and talks about things. Um, things they make you happy, and they're think. What can you depend on? Things they will never and leave you. And I felt and that. They will, right. What cures I felt loneliness? That. Things. <laughs> well, and he does. He lives alone. All he has is his things. Um, Let me tell you something. I'll be fine if I end up alone with my voodoo catalog. I have a whole <laughs> library of movies. Oh my gosh, digital, I'll never be alone. Digital never people alone, really. <laughs> that I can spend time with. Exactly. Will I ever be alone with that library? No. <laughs> So him and Robin talk about um, like, what do they want to get right at, Like, what are they, what are they seeking? And so he's like, well, I'm seeking stuff because stuff is amazing. And she's like, I'm seeking crumbs because my family, you know, it's like what they do. And he's like, crumbs aim bigger. And then she takes a look outside of his house and she it can was... see, <laughs> she could see the one house left that is her goal. The metaphor was, I mean, for it was very heavy-handed. Stuff versus crumbs. The haves and the have-nots. It was very heavy-handed. Right. right. But he is also completely alone. And she's yeah. not. She's motivated by getting stuff back to her people. And he has no people. All he has is things. So I think they're, they're a motley crew, but it works. So she peeks out of his tree. I love the, oh, can I hit on one thing yeah, first? Yeah. Yeah, I love the scene where um, she is like they're getting chased by the cat. They go into his place, and he's so like, "Oh, you're safe. Don't worry, don't worry." And she thinks he's talking about her, and then he just slams the door in her face because he's talking <laughs> to his his uh, soda bottle cap. <laughs> that did make me laugh. You know what though? I I've been thinking about the halves, like Scrooge and the Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone fails to neglect that Scrooge is a wealth creator, but they don't mention that in Mr. Dickens' book, now do they? No. No, they do not. He they do creates not. no wealth for anybody other than himself. He pays Bob Cratchit. <laughs> well, he didn't um, at the beginning. He didn't want to pay Bob Cratchit, remember? Mm-mm. I'm just saying. Magpie, Scrooge, you know, it's just a different way of life. That's nothing one I agree with, but not evil either. Uh, it is the magpie that calls out, um, like, why don't you fly? You're a bird. And she's like, I just don't fly. 
And she's like, why don't, you, why don't you fly? Right. Well, she's not all belligerent like that, though. <laughs> He's like, my wing is hurt. And he has like this wrap around his wing. Um, anyway, they get into this conversation about this house because he sees she's looking at it and she's like, that's where I'm going. And he was like, oh, He's like, let me tell you about that house. And you can see in the window of the living room and you see a Christmas tree and it has a shining star on top. So he's like, oh, that star is magic. He's like, every year, these humans take this tree, put it in their house, decorate it, put that star on top. And then the next day, presents and stuff are underneath. Like That that is such a cute innocent way of looking at it like from somebody who doesn't know the culture or the custom that is a cute way right of looking at it. well and particularly a magpie who's attracted to shiny things right, right, right obviously right. he thinks that's magic and so well, he's he got wants a pretty rad tree star. himself he does have a rad tree and like that just be the icing on the cake um so he's like yeah that star is like that's exactly what you need forget crumbs like you need that star because then you can just make a wish and everything will come true and so yep. she's like, sweet, let's do it. And so they head to the house to sneak in and get the star. And she's telling the magpie, look, I'm a mouse. Just sneak like me. And obviously, <laughs> you know, we'll be fine. And so he even fluffs his feathers up to get like two jaggedy little ears. And the whole time he's like, okay, we're really doing this. And she botches her sneak and he botches his sneak too, because she's like, just do what I'm doing. It's perfect. And that made me laugh because that was really funny. <laughs> He's just kicking wine glasses over and that brought yeah. me joy. He is kicking um, wine glasses over because uh-huh. she's tripping all over the place. She's knocking down decorations. And she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, exactly what you were doing. <laughs> anyway, they make it to the top of the tree. They have the star in hand mostly. Um, and they start to hear somebody coming. Um, so she starts in a panic, flapping around the room. So it's a bit like uh, Buzz Lightyear when he's falling with style. Um, but she's like quasi-flying. And she bounces off a whole bunch of stuff. And she ends up securing the star and flying out the window and flying through the air. Um, so she has it. Except she lands in a shed. Which seems fine for a second. Until you realize, and Magpie realizes this, he's like, oh, that's an unpleasant place to land. Because it is the cat's shed. Yeah, these people just leave their animal outside at the shed in the dead of winter. I know cats like to be outside, but there's like five feet of snow on the ground, as you'll see in a minute, when this cat literally gets buried in the snow as she's chasing them across the yard. I'm quite certain this cat wanted to be outside like i don't think anybody tells this cat what to do mm-hmm. right so she got the cat out does what she the cat does to. the cat yeah. does what the cat wants to now the cat is voiced by jillian anderson which i really liked but i like pretty much everything jillian anderson does so what's not to like about jillian anderson and anything She's she fabulous does. um so the cat goes on to sing or sing song talk Um, A bit of prose that sounds like a poem, except they do put it to song. Um, It's our villain song. In the Disney movie, this would be the villain song. It is. It's a villain song. Um, And she talks about, she calls her a freak and a misfit because she's a bird living with mice. Uh, Don't you know who you are? A mouse. Exactly. 
And she's uh, singing about the perfect place. And she said, I know the perfect place for you. It's in my belly. Um, So they're tromping through the shed as she's singing the song. And Magpie swoops in and saves Robin's life at the last minute by lighting the shed on fire. (laughs) As you do. intending to kill the cat. But the shed does go up in flames. Um, And fireworks (laughs) start going off because there were fireworks in the shed. And he sits back and he's like, you really are a terrible mouse. Uh, we did none of that quietly. <laughs> you see all the neighbors waking up and all of that. So they have the star. They go back to the magpie's house. Um, they're sleeping in boots, which I thought was cute. Um, with leaves like as blankets. With leaves as blankets. There's so much texture in this movie. It is it makes me happy inside the texture does. Um, and so they make a wish because magpie's like, we've got the star, make a wish. And so Robin goes to sleep wishing she wasn't a bird. She wants to be a real mouse. And so when she wakes up in the morning, she steps out of the tree and she's still a bird. She's devastated. And magpie is kind of like, yeah, my wish didn't come true either. It was a bit of a long shot. Let's be real. But over the hill, as the sun's coming up, he sees these packages walking towards him. (laughs) (laughs) he freaks out he's like holy crap it's real and he immediately like pretty quickly realizes it's the mouse family uh when they go long distances they cover themselves in trash and tins so that they're protected from the cat and so he's and that reminded me of toy story as well when they (laughs) like go in the cones or the first (laughs) one when they're the fast food containers at pizza planet yeah So um, he's excited about the junk, but Robin sees her family again. And uh, um, before they get this joyous reunion, um, we realize the cat did not perish in the shed fire as Jude thought when Jude watched it. Um, And he wasn't too torn up about it though. No, he was like, that is not a nice cat. When the cat started singing, he's like, that is not a nice cat. And then when the shed went up in flames, he's like, well, guess that cat's dead. (laughs) Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Um, But the cat reappears and traps them all in this uh, tree. And Magpie's like, she won't be able to get in here. But the cat like immediately can get in the tree. So what? Burst the wall down and starts tearing it up. Yeah. Very violent. Um, And the mice are all cowering. They can't get away. And Robin remembers what she's very good at and it's distraction. So she starts doing her little flighty bird run and flip flop around where she's knocking junk down. She's distracting the cat. The cat starts to chase after her because it's a cat. Does the cat have a magnet on it? No, no, no magnet. I think it's just there's so much junk that it sticks to her. I don't know. I couldn't explain that. That that was weird to me. Yeah, that was a choice for sure. (laughs) But the cat is like chasing uh, Robin up the tree. And as she's chasing Robin up the tree, all the detritus that this magpie's career has like generated over all these years (laughs) just sticking to this cat. And so they climb out on, she has her on a ledge um robin like gets to the end of a ledge and is trapped and can't go anywhere and this cat is just like covered in junk metal junk shiny metal junk and robin remembers at the last minute as she's about to die because the cat's gonna get her 
Uh, she's like, I'm a bird. <laughs> she steps off and starts flying. And the cat falls down into the creek below and basically just gets swept away with the water, still completely encased in all the magpies goodies. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, (laughs) So this is where we have our reunion. Uh, Robin meets back up with the mouse family. They're obviously thankful that they're not dead. Mm -hmm. And they tell her she's marvelous. And they tell her, you're not a mouse. Well, this is one of my favorite lines, actually. The dad goes, you're not a mouse, but of course you're a mouse. Mm -hmm. And the kids all look at him. And he's like, was that not clear? I don't think that was clear. He's like... (laughs) You're one of us. You're part of the mouse family. So you're not a mouse, but you are a capital M mouse. Um, and so it was sweet. That was it sweet. Is sweet because it's a fish out of water. She's trying to figure out who she is and be who she is and embrace who she is. And she finally realizes how she can help the mice in their sneaking in and out to get crumbs. And it's as a distraction. Okay. So <laughs> very way- good at that. The way she distracts his family, she has a whole song and everything about distracting yeah. them. She's well, it's a nice overlay. The song is excellently overlay because it's the same song from the beginning of the movie where the mice are like, be quiet, be small, be whatever. And hers yep. is like the exact opposite. So they're singing it at the same time, but the bars are stacked on top of each other. So they're like, be quiet. And she's like, be loud. <laughs> and it's cute. I thought it worked really well. It is cute, but these must be the most uh, easily distracted humans on the planet. Because if there was a bird outside my window, I- I'd be like, oh, five seconds, take a quick picture, look at this funny thing the bird's doing, and then go back to my dinner. <laughs> yeah, well. You wouldn't keep watching the bird for long periods of time? <laughs> Definitely not long enough to have the mice literally crawl across the dinner table I'm sitting at all over my food. Definitely not yeah. that Yeah, you can't think too deeply about that one (laughs) before you're like, oh, gosh, okay. (laughs) This is sweet until you put real world context around it. (laughs) Um, And that's it. That's short. Nice. Yeah. We're done. Nice, tidy, done. Okay. So did it have to be set at Christmas? No. No. When... uh before I watched this, I saw when I sketched on social media the poster for it. It was set up like a nativity scene. So I thought this was gonna be have big Christmas connotations or whatever. Yeah, set up like a nativity like a nativity scene. And I was surprised there weren't. Um I don't think it needed to be set at Christmas, but you did kind of sway me, Julia, with the haves and have nots. That's a very Christmassy thing. Mm-hmm. So the magpie talking about all the stuff, stuff, mm-hmm. and her talking about necessities and supporting her family. Mm-hmm. I I could go, I could be persuaded either way on this question. I'm not, I have, I don't, I'm not in a firm camp either way. <laughs> um, I am. Well, his stuff is all gone. It's a good call out. His stuff is all gone. And she apologizes. And he's like, <laughs> it's like. It's okay. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> then she hands him a spoon and he like loses his crap, which I really like. <laughs> but, but, and then the last scene of it is actually them all feasting together, including the magpie in the magpie's house, which I thought was sweet. Right? Like he maybe is giving part of the family now for more human, yeah, human, but for more in family interaction. Well, be, because he also was helping them steal from the family yeah. too. 
Oh, he totally was. Yeah. So I think they're all one big happy family now. Yeah. But you're both of you have cases for whether or not this is a Christmas movie. I'm just going to abstain from this. Question. Yes. So Tom, why do you think it's not necessarily not necessarily? There's nothing, we have there's Christmas nothing in essentially. There's nothing. There's nothing quintessentially Christmas about it. The only Christmas element is. Oh yeah. By the way, there's a star on top of a tree that I want. Yeah. If we and making that, a wish on what's it. left? Well, that's not even a Christmas tradition. No, it's not. But I don't know how else they would have worked in that. It could have been a lamp, like the genie. I don't know. <laughs> you know, like he thought on TV, like, oh, if you just have a lamp, you can make wishes. I don't know. <laughs> but it could have been. It could have just. You're absolutely right. It could have been. But I'll I'll say this. It looks very Christmassy. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. The tree and the snow and even the feast at the end. Um, so it looks Christmassy. It, it's Can I very. Hibernate? It... No. No. It's very I subtle Christmas. We, like Stickman was subtle Christmas. I think the British just do Christmas more subtly than Americans mm-hmm. who have to be in your face. Sure. Or they could just be Christmas. Hey, I'm with you there, it, Tom. But it the doesn't Brits... have to be. It doesn't have to be in your face. It just needs to be like Christmas music, something, anything. Uh, I'm with you there, Tom. Uh, but you know, all you have to do is look to our Disco Fifty Four to see that they don't. Uh, you know, he doesn't appreciate good Christmas music or has bad opinions. There's no. Problem. I'm sorry. You are. I'm leaving just coming that. Hard. I'm leaving that in. <laughs> Y'all are gonna have like an all brawl on the Facebook page. <laughs> Disco, you know I love you, and Disco, you're honestly the most Christmas cheery person all year in our Facebook group. So whatever I'm saying about British specials, you are a total American Christmas person at heart. I don't think he's going to take that as a Okay. You're totally in your face Christmas all throughout the year. And I love that about you, Disco. You (laughs) bring the cheer all year. That's what we want. That's what we try. That is what we want. Indeed. Um, okay, so on the fence, I think it's Christmas, um, but okay. I don't care can't come to, to fight. a consensus on does that it, one. Why don't have, we don't have to agree. Does it have no, a Linus moment? Like, I I'm not. I think it does. Enough. I think Robin finally like being okay with who she is. Well, not just Robin. Moment. I feel like Magpie sees there's more important things than stuff too. Yeah, I'd agree. Linus moment. I'll rate first. I'm going to give this one medium-sized sugar cookie with no sprinkles, no frosting. Just like, yeah, I'll eat it if it's there, but I'm not going to go out of my way to have this one. I don't know what that means. I'm not going to watch it again. <laughs> How's that? Is that a, you is know that what? Okay it is what it is. You rank however you want to. <laughs> We're so happy just, right now. Julia's created. I, that's my gift to you, Julia. <laughs> after being so negative about this special, you create. You created madness the last week and throughout the rule book. So I'm following you this week. I did. Just call me mayhem. Um. <laughs> yeah, this one. This one absolutely gets like a one of those loft house sugar cookies for me. Not the top of the top, but like I'm not gonna take. I'm not gonna say no. I eat that cookie every time. <laughs> Liked it. 
I liked it. Are, are we going to, is it now our thing that we have completely different scale every week? It's my thing. Film strip, film strip rating. Instead of popcorn, it's Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. I mean, if or something's whatever. real good. <laughs> Around Halloween, we could do, I'll give it a large jack-o'-lantern carved to the nines or, you know, I don't know. This the is rule- a Charmin. The rules are out the window. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is a Charmin. Yeah, this is a Charmin. A really bad movie. This is a whole roll of Charmin. This is a Charmin <laughs> double ply here, y'all. No, that's the good stuff. You I know. Yeah, yeah. I was just making one up for the really bad stuff. Oh um, man. Okay. Well, I'm. I'm. Since Anthony thinks this could potentially be a British versus American property disparity, right? On me really liking it, whatever. I'm interested in feedback. Listeners that have seen this, do you feel that has anything to do with me really loving it and the guys not loving it as much? Um, and did you really love it or not so much? Um, Anthony, where can people, I don't know, chime in on whatever they want? Linktree.com slash tis the podcast. I'll take you to all our social medias, Instagram, Twitter. And Facebook, where you'll access our Facebook group, which is our so active in the lead up to Christmas. Let us know what you think of this special. Also, Wes, there was a lot of discussion today about the trailer for a Merry Batman Christmas, Merry mm. Christmas Batman or something. Um, so let us know what you weigh in on that if you haven't already. And also, not Christmas related, but like the Peanuts, we enjoy the holiday specials. The first trailer for the Garfield movie was released the other day. And baby Garfield is so adorable. So adorable. So cute. (laughs) Oh, I haven't haven't seen it yet. (laughs) Oh, he's adorable. And I'm very much looking forward to that. So I want to know, just in general, what listeners think, uh, if it's going to be good or not. And there's a new- imagine baby Garfield and baby Snoopy as friends? I was about to say, the Peanuts are getting another movie, too. I know, it's exciting. So, lots of good stuff coming our way. But yeah, Baby Snoopy and Baby Garfield, oh my gosh. I guess that's a trend now. They had Baby Animal and the Muppets Mayhem, they had Baby Yoda, Baby Groot, now Baby Garfield. They know what sells. We want them babies. (laughs) The cute versions of anything. Give me the little bitty cute things. When he's in the box in the rain, though, and all this loud noises, and he's so scared. I just want to pick him up and hug. Anyway, let us know. (laughs) If you saw the Garfield trailer, let us know what you thought. We know it's Chris Pratt again, and people are sick of him. Fair. (laughs) Fair. Totally fair. But besides that, what you think of how it looks. Um, And also, you can get to our Patreon page from Linktree as well. What can they get there? How do we do that? Uh, yeah, for as little as a dollar a month, you get bonus content. If you give a little bit more than a dollar a month, you get other fun stuff like our upcoming Christmas card. <clears throat> that needs to get ordered tomorrow. You'll also get, uh, you just would have gotten a Thanksgiving episode this past week that I did with Jerry and Chuck last year, but I was locked out of Patreon, so I couldn't drop it then. So it dropped <laughs> this past Wednesday. Uh, it's a night before Thanksgiving Seinfeld episode. And uh, this upcoming Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, uh, check your feeds because me, Tom, and Julia covered Tower Heist. Um, and that was a lot of fun to do. And you'll hear some interesting behind the scenes stories of that one. 
that blue Julia's yes. mine. They still do. I've thought about it since then. I'm just like, could you imagine? I've told Marty a few times. Could you actually imagine? It's a good listen. Um, well, y'all may not have loved this thing that we covered this week, but I know Anthony at a minimum is very excited about next week. Yeah, I don't know if we could do it though. It comes out on the Wednesday. Not the Tuesday, so we may have to shift our schedule. But it was Hannah Waddingham's Home for Christmas, possibly, uh, which I know a lot of people are excited for because everyone loves her and Ted Lasso, and the woman can belt a tune. I'll say that. <laughs> and then uh, the week after, we're welcoming our good friend Santa Matt to the show to cover the Naughty Nine on Disney Plus, which uh, Daddy Glover. Danny Glover as Santa Claus, uh, but also a bunch of nine children who uh, the trailer is having me questioning their acting ability. So could go either way for me. We'll see. Should be interesting. You don't know how you're going to feel about it. <laughs> That's a lot of kids. I'm, I'm all I'm, like kid actors. I'm all in on Danny Glover as Santa. I think he looks awesome. And Danny Glover as Santa, like, yes. Mm-hmm. But oh, I already know one of those kid actors I can't stand. He was an eight bit Christmas, and then the other oh, eight. Anthony, come on. The Give other him a chance. eight around him. I'm giving, I'm going, you know, I want to like it. I want to like believe. it. I, wanna I want to believe. Well, all I know is if Danny Glover as Santa doesn't say I'm getting too old for this, it's a missed opportunity. Because he originated that in Lethal Weapon, that Ed Asner Santa took the line. So it'd be a nice full circle mm-hmm. moment. Indeed. Um, also, well, no, go ahead. I was gonna say, also full circle moment. We are only 840 hours until Christmas. That's only 35 days. Holy crap! That's four That's weeks. Not right. That is right. Oh, 35 days. Holy crap! Four weeks. Five weeks. <laughs> That's how is this? Ha- crazy I, possible y'all oh, i'm so behind on shopping it's not oh, even funny man. yeah you that's and me gonna both, become man. a problem real quick so do your homework y'all uh watch hannah waddingham's home for christmas and in case it's not that watch dashing through the snow i guess on disney plus so either or we'll come back with one of those next week <laughs> bye, bye While we keep the shadows, don't get hurt. Whisper every single word. Look at me fly, catching your eye. With crumbs in our eyes, or two. And a coin for the minted or the sticky brown poo. Look at me and you will see my freaky family. Don't make a sound, don't make a sound. Don't leave a trace, don't leave a trace. Shadows and the lies. This is more than a game.